Hey everybody, this is Jason from Cornerstone Dog Training and CornerstonePuppy.com. Sorry we've been away for a little bit. Uh, missed a few weeks here on the podcast and we're excited to be back and at it. And uh, today just want to go over one of the most simple commands uh, that we have people teach all the time. Uh, that fixes so many issues and is really, really is a quick way to get your dog back to the baseline of like, okay, this is life. And, and whenever you can put that baseline in a calm state of mind, you help so that if something crazy happens, they don't go flying off the handle. So one of the quickest ways to do that, it, it's the easiest one to build into everyday life. Um, in fact, I was thinking about this. We, we, we're just finishing up a board and train with a few dogs at our home. And uh, we like to do board and trains at our home because it's really pretty normal life for a dog. And uh, But wherever you do it, it's it's we do this this command like in a three week period of time it'll happen over 500 times for a dog like so this is so simple so easy to throw in it just automatic psychologically it is huge for a dog we'll talk about that and it's totally relationship and and leadership based so what am i talking about i'm talking about the wait command in other words waiting at doors or waiting to come out of the kennel and just expecting a weight command as a way of life. So super duper simple. All a weight command is, is we're asking a dog to not go through a doorway before us or before being invited. So I always see, I mean, we do free consultations weekly, whether it's our trainers doing them or I do, I do a lot of these as well. And my wife helps out with these and we we're doing free consultations where people are coming to us and saying, hey, help us out, give us, you know, consult with us about our dog and what we should do in this situation. And most of the time we're talking about, well, I'd say probably seven out of 10 times it's saying, let's fix this problem. we got a big issue. My dog's aggressive. My dog pulls on the leash. My dog's hyperactive. My dog's scared of everything, including their shadow. And the other the other percentage of probably puppies were like, I want my dog to do this, which is where we'd like everybody to be is saying, we're building this into our dog. But a lot of people are coming with these issues. And I, I would say of those dogs, uh, and puppies included, I would say 99% of all dogs that come to us aren't expected to wait at the door. Um, they're not expected to do a wait command. Now, sometimes when someone comes and they have their dog wait at the door, I'm like, okay, they're onto something here already. They're, you know, and it's a different consultation. But if they're not having their dog wait at the door, so usually their dog is, you know, pulling on the leash or they're pulling their dog in because their dog is smelling all this dog smell and their dog's nervous or the dog's smelling all this dog smell and they're amped up and aroused and they're all excited. And we open the door to, this, to, to the training area and the dog hops right through. And what happens when a dog hops right through? You've seen this before, right? They go through a door before you, and the dog, the next thing they do is they're all amped up. They're wiggling all over. They're sniffing every corner of the place, and they're just going for it. In fact, I've had dogs come in, and uh, <laughs> they're so amped up and aroused, they start peeing on things, right? Which is always really embarrassing to owners. If it's not, it should be. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I get it. Like I've had dogs I've been working with pee on things I didn't want them to pee on, including myself. But <laughs> that is not a good feeling in life when a dog pees on you. You feel like you're nothing in the world. <laughs> but but anyway, um, I, I, you see these things happen and you're like, wow, if somebody's not 
like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. And they're just like, yeah, my dog does that. <laughs> I'm like, um, are you ready to change it? Because you should be. If you're not, I don't know if I can help you because a person's got to be ready on this one. I digress. It's all about the wait command, right? So psychologically, when a dog waits at a door, what's going on? They have to have a little bit of impulse control. They have to say, I'm going to wait until you go through and ask me to come. That automatically puts you in a leadership position. It automatically has, is relationship-based where a dog is saying, I care more about what you want than what I want. And in a dog's mind, that boundary, that space that, you know, you go into a new space, that's a big deal. Letting you go first or waiting for you to go first tells a dog or in a dog's mind, they're saying, I don't own this, you own this. But if they go in first, a lot of times a dog's thinking, what's this new place I have? I have to have every smell in here. I've got to know this. I've got to mark it. It's mine now, right? And they've got to do all these things and they're all amped up because it's new, new smells, new excitement, new everything. But you go through first, it changes that. If you expect a dog to wait and you've taught your dog to wait, the dog is saying, you own that thing. Thank you for inviting me in. I'll have a little bit more respect now. And that's, again, it's not to solve every problem, but it's the beginning of a lot of really important states of mind. Is that even a thing? A state of mind. It's a state of mind that will make a huge, huge different difference for your dog. So we teach people, starting with our puppy course at cornerstonepuppy.com, online puppy training course that we sell across the country, we teach people over and over again to start to teach their puppy to wait at the door. And it's, when puppies do it, it's so stinking cute. They just kind of get used to it, and they'll go sit down, and then their little puppy eyes will pop up at you, and their head will tilt, and you'll be like, okay, come on through, and they'll come hopping through like we're a team, and they're excited about it. It's awesome. Um, we want that, okay? You you own that that space and to a dog then you're going to have a, a little bit more respect we also do this coming out of the kennel right so i don't worry so much about eye contact on this one but i expect a dog to wait to come out of the kennel so in other words by doing that it's setting up that boundary this spot where the dog is saying okay these are the rules and i'm remembering the rules of the game that I play, and I don't want to be heavy-handed in it or anything like that, but I'm going to have a dog wait to come out of the kennel. It'll help them be better in the kennel. It'll help them be better out of the kennel. And if you have a super kind of, you know, fearful, nervous dog, then at first I'm not going to worry about it so much because we're just teaching the command. But if they start to, you see them start diving into the kennel to, um, you know, like, I know this space and I'm nervous out here, so I'm going to dive into this one. And you like walk by the kennel with a leash and the dog's like jumping in there, you know, and they're, it's not excited. It's nervous kind of thing. Like I got to get in here so I can be safe from this outside world. I also would teach them to wait to go in. Like they don't get to go in the kennel until I invite them to. That way they, they can't just run away from their problems, right? And I would really, really encourage whatever you do. I mean, you, you're waiting. This This can translate into like, um, for example, we have a lot of little kids. And so, uh, our dog is allowed on the hard floor, which is the kitchen area and the living room area where we live. Okay. But is not allowed to go. And we started this actually when we were, we were doing consultations inside our home and, uh, we'd have aggressive dogs come in and things like that. We could not have our dog running down and meeting that other dog. So we built a boundary at the steps Whenever there's a level difference, you can build a boundary or when it changes from like hardwood to carpet or carpet to hardwood, you can build a boundary there. If you just have hardwood all the way out, all the way through, put some painter's tape down, make a boundary. 
and you build that boundary in and your dog will learn that boundary and not go through them. So with little kids, for example, you know, you got diapers in rooms and socks in rooms and things like that. Our dog's not allowed to go into those bedrooms unless she's invited. So I would really, really invite you to have places that are off limits in your home for your dog. Not because we don't love our dogs like everyone else in our family, but to be honest, I, I have boundaries and limits for my kids too. Now it's not any space in the home. They can go anywhere in the home, but my credit card is off limits to my kids. I don't give them that, you know, that freedom because honestly, I don't trust all of them with my credit card. And it's not because I don't love them. It's because they're just not ready yet. I I don't give them, you know, driving the car is off limits. Now being in the car is fine. Okay. <laughs> but actually we've even had some, we had our, our five-year-old for a while. We had to say, Hey, you cannot go into the car when we're not there because he would sneak into the car. And that was off limits because not because we're like, Oh, we're just mean parents. And we want, you know, you're not a mean dog parent by making boundaries. You're a loving dog parent by making boundaries. We also just had a dog in this last board and train that was super, super, I would say nervous, fearful of a lot of things. Um, I can't remember about a year old, probably six months to a year old. And it was interesting, the the owner said, this dog whines in the kennel incessantly. One of the things we did is we made the kennel smaller. It's a wire kennel, and we made it smaller, and it it improved overnight because the dog had too much space. So creating limits, creating boundaries is going to bless your dog's life, especially if they're nervous or feel fearful. More structure will mean they can play the game better. By knowing the rules of a game, the boundaries, you can play the game better. If you don't know the rules, it gets frustrating. You don't want to play the game, right? That's the worst part of any. You ever have people that are like, oh, we got to play this new game. And you, they're like, okay, here's how it works. And they're like telling you everything. You're like, oh, so many rules. It's so, oh, I don't know if I want to play this. But then once you get playing and you start figuring out the rules, it becomes fun. So it may sound like a ton of rules and a ton of boundaries to start, but the weight command is one of the easiest ways to just build into your everyday. I would have a door that goes outside that you always wait at, a common door you go through. Maybe weight coming in as well. Um, maybe at your property line would be a really good place to build a boundary so that your dog doesn't go running off. Um, out of the kennel and in the kennel sometimes as well, great place to build that weight command. And just have your dog not reach a single paw over that line until you invite them to. And we talk about how to do that. It's not hard to find out how to do that. You're basically going to stop. And if you need to, you use a little leash pressure so the dog will look up to you. And then you'll step through. And if the dog steps through before you invite him, a little leash pressure just in the opposite direction of the door using that slip lead that we often use in our you can also use your body you could use body pressure and just kind of walk toward them some people use the door and they start to kind of close it if the dog walks through just don't squish their paws in it that's not fair to them but you're going to teach that command and get them to wait and then invite them to like okay come on and come through we do it with eye contact and say okay so we get eye contact and we get focus as well which is another key part but that is an awesome, awesome command. I wanted to just uh, finish up kind of with a few 
quotes I was looking up online about boundaries. So, and, and most of these are anonymous, but that's just what the internet tells me. So it's probably true. If they are attributed to somebody, I'd love to know. But this first quote is, lack of boundaries invites lack of respect. So go back to all those dogs, 99% that are coming into the training facility with issues. Almost all of them, whether the owner knows them or not, has to do with a lack of respect. The dog says, I don't really trust that person. I can do whatever I want to them. They don't, you know, they're not important to me in that way because they haven't shown me that I should be. And if you've had a puppy for a long time, you know, from grown from a puppy up and you've just said, here, take anything you want from me. I have no boundaries. Then, of course, the dog's like, well, they're not very strong and I need to kind of step up and be the one that takes charge. So lack of boundaries invites lack of respect. Um, the other one I really like is this. Whatever you are willing to put up with is exactly what you will have. And Henry Cloud did put that one maybe more succinctly. He said, you get what you tolerate. And I don't know where that's, that may not be more true anywhere as it is with dogs. You get what you're willing to tolerate. So to be honest with you, as a dog trainer, I teach people things, you know, like to get a dog not to bark or something. And if that's what they want, that's what we're working toward. My, my dog barks when someone knocks on the door. Once, maybe twice, right? And that's more than I would prefer as a dog trainer. Uh, lots of people are coming to our home, right? But to be honest, I tolerate it so it doesn't change. Whatever you're willing to put up with is exactly what you'll have. And so this is a really good thing just to build in. Super simple. It doesn't really even take any extra time out of your life once it's in place. It might take a few minutes to set up. But after that, it is one of the all-star commands of just teaching your dog to wait and not cross a threshold before you do. So I would highly recommend it to you in your training to help your dog just go back to the baseline and psychologically for you and your dog to be on the same page. Happy training. You got this.